The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I recently heard a tremendous story. Maybe you should give me the schutz to write another book. I'm in the middle of one. And I just hope that this story will definitely go into it. And as a matter of fact, I just spoke to the people yesterday again to get all the protein so I could be able to tell it to you. The only thing is that certain people in the story don't want their name mentioned. I'll certainly honor that. But let me tell you what story, which is Mamish Mamal right. <coughs> Some of you may know Rabbi Yitzhak Meyer the son of Rabbi Gadal Yashur, very big Talmud Chacham that lives in Brooklyn. One day people called him and said, you know, across the street from where you live, there's a very special couple. They're not from at all. They're not from at all. But they're very bright and very intelligent. Maybe you should try to invite them to your house for a shopping. And a few weeks later, he saw them walking and he realized that it was there and he invited them to come in. They were not from Bukhwal and they sat and they were talking at the table and he saw that they were very delivered and mentioned, very intellectual people. And he started discussing in Yonah, Mosquera and Mitzvah. And after a while, after getting to know these people for a few weeks, he said to the fellow, whose name was, I don't want to use his exact name, I almost flipped, so we'll call him Mark. So he said to Mark, you know, you're, you know, you're a very intelligent guy. Why don't you try to learn some Torah? Why don't you go to a place called Artemeyah on Spring Valley? Why don't you try Artemeyah? He said, you know what? It's the summertime. I'll try it for a week. So he went to Artemeyah, him and his wife. They were there for a week. And they were very coil about the people that were there. And to make a long story short, they went back there. And eventually he decided that he's going to learn there. And eventually he learned there. And he became an Elphagist. One day, two or three years later, after he was already living in Monsing, he comes back to Rabbi Shor, and he says to Rabbi Shor, you know, I want to tell you something. You know, all my life, I grew up thinking that my relatives were crazy. You know, because my parents were not from as you know, and they always told me that all my relatives were out of their mind. And I always believed them. But now I realize they weren't out of their minds, they were just religious. So that means that I really have a whole family someplace. Maybe you could help me find my family. I don't even know who they are. I know at the time I'm related to some Rebbe in Borough Park. Again, I can't say who it is. I'm related, I think, somehow in a long way. Maybe I'm embarrassed. I don't really know him. We haven't had a shot in a long time. I think if you could call him and just tell him that I would like to see how I'm related to him, maybe you could call him. He said, oh, I do. I'll be happy to call him. So he called this Rebbe. And the Rebbe says, of course, I don't know who exactly you're referring to, but if somebody wants to come, you can come. So Mark and his wife, now he's not uh, Mark anymore, he's Moshe David, and, and um, he comes with his wife, and they come in, it was Sukkot. And the woman told me yesterday, as she told me six months ago when I first heard the story, she said, I took a look at the Rebbe, and I started crying so uncontrollably. He had such a gorgeous adult money. And it is Bekisha. He had such Kedusha. So I said to her, why were you crying? She said, I don't know what came over me. It was like the feeling the day that I decided to become from. All of a sudden, I had such a feeling that if I hadn't made this decision, look what I would have lost. I would not have been connected to this person. And I just couldn't stop crying. And meanwhile, her husband was talking to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe is telling him at the beginning to figure out that he's talking related. And the Rebbe takes out old Sopim from this fellow's uncle, his great uncle in Hungary, that he was in Namath Chacham and he had visited Tavarin. And then the Rebbe is recalling the history of the family and he says, oh, you know, I remember that I was at Aunt Martha. Don't you have an Aunt Martha? She had a boy and I, and I was at that bridge. 
says, no, Aunt Martha has two girls. See, then she doesn't have any boys. She said, no, but there was a bridge that I was at 30 years ago. And the Rebbeton comes in, she says, oh, you should have done it. It was your bridge that the Rebbe was at. And then the Rebbe says, oh, you plan, I remember the whole story. And what happened was that Moshe David's father and mother were not wrong. They, before they got married, everybody tried to break up the Shiddah and no one from the family came to the Atana because it was non from people. They didn't want to have any shadow for them whatsoever. And so therefore the Rebbe said, that was the time when I cut off relations with your parents. I didn't want to have anything to do with them. He married a Mahalala Shabbat, nothing to do with that. But the night before your bridge, for some reason your father called me and he said he wanted I should be sounded. And I was thinking, to be sounded, what am I going to go with Shabbos? I'm going to go up to, 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 to the Bronx where, where your father lived. They had no side of the family. What did they need me to be sounded for? And I was thinking of not going. And then the Rebbeton came in and she said, Go! Go! Not for the boy. Not for the father. Not for any reason but just so to be misfollowed. Go be misfollowed when you're holding the baby on your lap and be misfollowed that someday this teacher should be a former boy. And he said, I thought the wind and I was misfollowed. And I can't believe it. Here you are, 30 years later, my trillion was answered. And when I heard the story, I went out of my mind. You know why I went out of my mind? Because I remember, many of you who know me personally know that I'm a male. That one time I had a bridge in Jew Gardens, and Rabbi Mulzavid walked into front of Rafa, also one of the Rabbonim in our area. He was a Sandik. And I saw that he was crying like anything when I was doing the bridge. And I said to him, I was very close to him, I said to him afterwards, Rabbi Walken, why were you crying? I love that you're not related to the family. He says, what do you mean? You don't realize why I'm crying at the bridge. I said, no, I don't understand. He says, let me show you something. And he opens up a Gemara. In the back of the Gemara, in the Shabbat, on that Kuf Lamed Amad Beit, in the back of the Gemara, there's a parish that I never in my life had seen before that. By Rabbi Elio Rutmacher. And he's called Rabbi Elio Greidester. And he says like this. He says that many people don't realize that there's a Peirik in Tehillim that talks about Brit Mila. Many people think that it's really Kapitel Yudbeit, but it's not. It's really Kapitel Yudbeit that says, And he shows me that it says in this Mephoyrish, that any Choyla who is Mephoyrish, any Choyla that wants to be Mephoyrish for himself, should be Mephoyrish, Hashem, help me, because I am unfortunate. And he says, you know what that means? All wild things for Arlene Mall. I am a Gemal of the Yid. So Hashem, please help me. And then it says something that I absolutely could not believe. It says, If anyone goes to a bridge and you have any sorrows, and cry to Hashem when that baby is crying from the vein of the bridge that coils that oil up. Believe my neighbor, because that coil of the child goes straight up without any hesitation. And it answers, and it is worth his feeling because it's the end of a cry of a child who has no appearance, and now he's crying because he's doing a mitzvah. So if you go to a bridge, that's the spalel. So Rabbi Wilkin told me, and every verse that I go, just when you make the people, I cry and I dive for what I need. And I was thinking of a point, so this Rebbe, why did he cry? He couldn't vomit when that baby with that mark, when David was having the bridge. And now 30 years later, the children the, the were answered. And so what do we see that if you daven, and if you daven at the right time, the Avish the answers the Trilla. It's just a question of sincere davening. But if you daven with the music of our bonnet, remember 
The brit is one time when you can daven, but there are many other times. You daven and the Abish the answer. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.